It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are those markets doing? Markets are in the green this morning. Uh, if you're looking at the various indices, up half a percent to 1.2 percent. Uh, and again, it's important to keep in perspective. After all that we've been through in the month of March here, uh, we're actually seeing markets up about 2% and 4% for the quarter a year to date uh, so far. And again, of course, the end of the month is on Friday. So we'll be looking forward to a, a positive quarter after uh, you know going through this entire banking situation um, and, of course, uh, increasing interest rates with the Fed. The market seems to be quite resilient at this point, um, has really kind of taken uh, into account uh, what's going on in the banking sector and how fast the Fed reacted to get it under control. Uh, the good news over the past week is uh, for uh, Citizens Bank, uh, looks like they're going to be purchasing some of those deposits and loans from Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, and another good piece of information was it, it seems that um, there's a, kind of a report that deposit outflows from some of those small banks, uh, like moving to JP Morgan and some of those uh, larger institutions in the U.S., that's actually slowed in recent days. So what that's telling us is that there is confidence in the banking uh, uh, banking sector, uh, and that needs to continue. And uh, all of that seems to be good news, which also kind of led the Fed to only raise rates by uh, 25 basis points right last week. So that was also good news. Um, hopefully that uh, the next meeting, there could be a pause. And uh, they're calling for a 60% um, possibility for a pause in increasing interest rates. So as I've said before, we need interest rates to stop increasing in the U.S. Of course, here in Canada, they already have. Uh, and that could, again, spark sort of an initial rally, just because we, we are certain now that rates won't be moving much higher. Okay, so you, would you say that turbulence is kind of cooling? Yeah, I definitely think turbulence is, has cooled. And again, it was important when you look at these situations to, again, have some cash on the sidelines, have some powder dry, but again, look for those opportunities. Um, you know, that's what we've done. Uh, added, adding back some of those stronger banks, uh, just because again, they might be benefiting from this whole situation. So when you go through um, sort of a, a, a panic or a mini panic, it's important to understand the situation at hand. Uh, have active investment managers that are watching it, making decisions on your behalf, because this could have turned out uh, very differently. And again, there's still risk to uh, you know the banking sector, and it's important that one is staying on top of it uh, and really understanding globally uh, what's occurring and what's being done about it. Okay, and let's talk about the uh, federal budget. We just heard from the finance minister here. I thought it interesting that she said that this was less about fiscal responsibility. How was the market reacting to that? As a financial advisor, I'm not sure how, <laughs> you know, we're reacting to that. And I mean, there's 43 billion in, in new spending and, you know, no one's sure how that's ever going to be paid off. Um, you know, I think what she's saying is, you know, you got to spend for the greater good at this point because they're facing a possible recession and still high inflation and, and so on. So I, again, obviously the big news was the grocery rebate uh, to low income earners. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess a family of four would be getting, you know, $468 
dollars. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what kind of dent that's actually going to make, uh, just because um, the cost of food is up 10% from this time last year. Basically, uh, for investors, there were some interesting parts. Divorced parents are able to open up joint RESPs. I kind of always thought that should be the case, but uh, again, that was announced. And of course, the uh, tax-free first home savings account, which is interesting. Uh, you're going to be able to um, contribute 8,000 a year, uh, lifetime maximum of 40,000. This is going to help people build uh, kind of a portfolio uh, to purchase a home later on. So I think that's good news, but you have to be 18 years old um, in order to open um, one of those types of accounts. And uh, you're also going to have a tax incentive from that as well. And I think what the biggest news was for a lot of our clients was just wondering, are they going to change the capital gains inclusion rate? Of course, um, you know, 50% of, you know, if you sell a stock that's up or if you sell a piece of real estate, 50% of that's tax free and you pay tax on the other 50%. There's been a lot of talk surrounding that that capital gains inclusion rate was going to go up to 75% or somewhere in between. And uh, that would have had a material um, change uh, for Canadians. And I think that would have affected uh, the stock market here in Canada. And that uh, was not to be seen or mentioned uh, on this budget. So I think that's uh, good news out there. And then for business owners, a few different things. Um, reducing credit card fees. So I think that's going to be helpful. And, um, and also for business owners. I thought this was interesting. They're, they're looking at uh, intergenerational business transfers or, you know, sales to nieces, nephews, grandnieces, and grandnephews. And I think that's important. I have a lot of clients who own small businesses or medium-sized businesses. And frankly, they've trained a lot of family members who could possibly take over the business uh, in the future. And now uh, they're being a little bit more relaxed on those uh, tax rules. So I think that's also very important for this budget. Okay. So, I mean, that's the thing about when you get to retirement, these budgets really do impact you, right? Because you want to know you, you'll be able to spend some money in retirement. Well, exactly. I think, um, you know, Canadian politics is uh, is always interesting and it affects us as Canadians in terms of tax and, and other items, especially for seniors and retirees. Uh, so it's important to, to keep on top of that. And uh, I do think it's important, though, for Canada to keep spending in check as well. You, you just can't continue to spend and spend and spend. And so I hope they do have a, a plan in place in the future uh, to, to figure that out as well. And so, yes, you're right. Uh, when I'm talking about spending, I'm usually talking about retirees. Um, and, you know, there is, a, a, you know, a good way to look at how you're going to spend in retirement. A financial plan really shows you uh, how to spend and how much you're going to have and how much you're going to leave for inheritance for your children. And what's important about that, it's not always just how much you're going to leave, but how much in today's dollars, right? A lot of financial planners will show you, you know, a big number after 20, 30 years, but what does that really mean uh, today? And I think that's important to look at. Not all advisors offer detailed financial plans. I think it's essential uh, to retirement. I think it's almost impossible to retire without one. Uh, even if you know that you have enough to retire, which a lot of our clients know that they have enough or they have enough in assets. But the point is, is, you know, how are you going to pay yourself? How do you minimize tax now and also for future beneficiaries? And that is really what a financial, a good financial plan is all about. Do you think that's what people forget? about they forget about well I got to pay myself here like I got to make sure I'm doing this properly 
Yeah, I think people are actually a bit overwhelmed about the income part of retirement, you know, because you've spent so long uh, receiving a paycheck uh, or you owned a business, you've been paying yourself from there, and all of a sudden they think, oh, I'm not going to have any income. Well, you will have income. It's coming from your portfolio. Uh, And after a few months, you won't notice the difference. Money just lands in your bank account just like it did before. But we want to make sure it's the right amount. Uh, We want to make sure it's the most tax efficient amount. And that means, you know, what accounts are we drawing from? Um, And a lot of people are spending more early on in retirement, Simi, right? They're not spending as much in their 80s and 90s than as they are in their 60s and early 70s because they're traveling or they're buying a boat. Uh, Or yesterday I was speaking to someone who's buying an RV for $400,000. Oh, wow. So everyone's got different different goals. Um, And we just want to make sure that people can afford those goals and that their money takes them to the end of uh, the road for themselves, but also that they're leaving money again, tax efficiently to their beneficiaries and their children. And that's what a good financial plan does. That's what a good financial team does for you. All right. Well, that's something to think about too, for sure. Lori, thank you. Thanks so much, Simi. You have a great week and look forward to talking to you next week. Me too. That is Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now you can contact her team directly. You can reach them at 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.